guys. How are you? Welcome into a Wednesday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralt. You can follow me on Twitter at SportsDocMatt every morning for YouTube on the video or video on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast for audio. Always being brought to you by BetMGM, where you can go back to the baseball well if you would like that $10 bet. 150 bucks on any event using that promo code JUICE150 at BetMGM. We have the Cardinals and we have the Dodgers tonight here in game or the wildcard game for the National League. All right. So we're one in one day. But like I mentioned yesterday, if we got the Red Sox win, the plus 123 cashes, it's a winning day. So yesterday, although we went one in one, it was a winning day. Look, the fifth inning and the sixth inning are so Interesting in baseball, because if you don't score in the fifth, chances are you're going to score in the sixth and the Yankees scored one run in the sixth. And then Aaron Judge got thrown out at the plate, which was beautiful. Why did you send him? Thank you. Red Sox win plus 123. We cash winning day. Red Sox win. Bye bye Yankees. So, yeah. Uh, good day. 6-2 win for the Red Sox. If you bet the over, you got a miracle push on that ridiculous right field home run by Mike Stanton. And so you wind up getting yourself a push on that. If you had an under bet going, that stunk because you thought you were good and the public was all over it. I mean, they were all over the under. And then it pushes to the over. I thought the over was the right play personally, but it ends up being a push. First five, I thought the Red Sox would get more runs off Garrett Cole than They did. Garrett Cole was predictably awful. He stunk. And the one thing that we kind of unfortunately got dinged up with are two double play balls the Red Sox hit into before the fifth inning, and that killed their ability to score one or two more runs. So it was three nothing after five. Yankees score a run in the sixth inning, making it three to one. And then Judge gets chucked out of home plate. Red Sox add a run at the bottom of the sixth inning. So it's just, it depends upon which, which inning does the scoring happen in because the fifth and sixth inning right now are in baseball. It's weird. It's watch how many runs are scored in the fifth and the sixth inning. It's almost every fifth inning or sixth inning. You're getting at least one, maybe two, three, four runs that get scored. So that's why I bet the first five over four, three runs come in. Unfortunately, that loses half a unit, but then we got the plus 123. So not a big winning day, but a winning day nonetheless. All right. So here's where we're going today. I'm going to give you one play for the Cardinals and the Dodgers, and I have a WNBA play that we're going to go back to the well with because you guys liked betting the WNBA, and we got a game between the Aces and the Mercury that I want to jump in here with for a half a unit. I am going to add, at some point during the day, on the Discord channel, I will add to the slate because there are a couple of things I'm looking at. Okay, here are two angles I'm approaching. The total and the side. I don't have the total on the side for you guys here for the podcast today. I want to watch where the money goes, and I want to get into a little bit as to where is the public? Where are the books? What do they need here? Because certain books in the offshore were reporting the biggest handle of the entire season up to this point on Yankees Red Sox last night. Everyone was on the Yankees. Everyone. If everyone's on the Dodgers, and I mean, if like everyone's on the Dodgers, I'm really wondering if we're going to get the Cardinals at plus one and a half runs at plus money. Right now, it's minus 110. It's attractive, but I want to wait and see how much value we can get before the game begins tonight and whether we get plus money on that. And rather than bet them to win, have them lose by a single run. All the pressure is going to be on the Dodgers. Everyone's going to bet the Dodgers is my prediction. 
And so this minus 220, 230 should rise. And run line should become, you know, everyone's going to bet Dodgers run line. It's Max Scherzer. You know, I, I'm looking at that, the Dodgers and the, or the Reds, or sorry, Reds, the Cardinals reverse run line at plus one and a half runs. I'm looking at that. The over seven and a half runs, looking at that. And I'm also looking at the strikeout unders for Max Scherzer. If we get, it's eight right now. If it goes up eight and a half or nine, look, these pitchers, if they get into trouble like Garrett Cole last night, the Dodgers, if Max Scherzer doesn't have it, and look, he's one of the best pitchers in the game, but hypothetically, the Dodgers have every arm available. They're going to go to anyone. If he is in trouble, second inning, third inning, he's getting yanked. That means his strikeout prop is going under. So these pitchers are not going to be given long leashes by any manager in a one-game situation, in particular when you're the Dodgers and you've won 106 games. So you've got other weapons you can go to if Max is off. So a part of me is like, hmm, do you come in now with the under, under eight, or do you wait? So I'm going to wait. So those are three bets I'm looking at here for this game that I'm not going to make until right before game time, if I make any of them. But those are three bets I am looking at for Cardinals and the Dodgers today. Haven't bet it yet, but I'm looking at. Now, the one bet I will tell you about and I will make for the Cardinals and the Dodgers Right now, it's minus 125 for no runs in the first inning. All right. Here is my thought process on this. Okay. Max Scherzer's ERA in the first inning is 1.81. That is outstanding. I know that the Cardinals have been very good at scoring runs in the first inning. Also, I know the Dodgers, percentage wise, they score about 0.7 runs per first inning, which is number one in baseball. But the Dodgers played a bunch of crap teams, okay? And Adam Wainwright going, his ERA in the first inning is 2.8. It's one of his better innings. This guy is a machine. This guy's an animal. You know what? He's taking the ball. And look, he could be horrible. I, I, I totally understand. He could be absolutely awful. But I'm going to bank on him not being awful. And the total in this game is seven and a half. So when you have a total of seven and a half, it's hard to see runs being scored in the first inning. The books are saying this is going to be a low scoring game across the board. It's going to be a low scoring game. So to me, I'm going to go ahead and put a half a unit down on this. Okay. It'll be quick. It'll be sweaty. It'll be nasty. But I think Wainwright and Scherzer, I just don't see a lot of offense in the National League. Okay. National League playoff game, two very good pitchers. I know what the Dodgers do. I totally understand if we get banged with a solo home run, so be it. We lose a half a unit. I'm okay with it. But it's minus 125. That's not horrible. I think that's decent juice. Let's go no run in the first inning. Cardinals Dodgers for a half a unit. There will be another half a unit play coming at some point during the day on the Discord channel. I'm just not sure which one. I will have a full unit in play for the Cardinals and the Dodgers coming up here today. So first bet. No runs in the first inning, Dodgers and the Cardinals. Red Sox scored two runs on a two-run home run by Sandra Bogarts in the first inning off Garrett Cole because I thought Garrett Cole would get hit hard. I'm on the opposite opinion of, well, two stud pitchers who are going to be taking the ball with a whole lot of attention on them. Both offenses have been red hot. I totally understand that. But maybe they get going in the second or the third or the fourth inning. Just nothing in the first inning. I know the top hitters go at it. I know it can be dangerous here. But a playoff game, 
I'm going to go no runs in the first inning at minus 125. It's plus 105 on the yes. I thought about that, but it's that's contrary and it's going to go against what you think is going to happen. But I think in these games in the National League, I'm just going to kind of ride with the trend here. Half a unit and minus 125 for the first bet. The second bet. Let's talk about the Phoenix Mercury at home against the Las Vegas Aces. They're up two games to one. And Vegas got throttled in game three, 87 to 60. The Mercury got off to a good start and they have been doing a great job on Asia Wilson. Eight points for her on two of 14 shooting. Vegas shot 31% for that game. This could be the first trip to the NBA finals for the Phoenix Mercury since 2014 if they're able to win this game. Interesting little twist. Game three was not played at the home arena due to, well, Disney on ice. So they had to move it to a different arena. This is now back at the home arena for the Phoenix Mercury, and they're playing a doubleheader with the Suns and the Lakers preseason NBA basketball. I think that matters. One, I think there's going to be a decent crowd here for this game. And I got a home dog. I got the Mercury plus two here at home against Vegas. I don't really understand this. Vegas won the first game 96 to 90, but then they got eviscerated in the next game, 117 to 91. And then they lose game two or game three, rather, again, by 27 points. Like I, I, I'm, a, I'm this is almost like a trap to me. I mean, Brittany Griner has been insane. She's been so good in this series. They were up 68 to 44 late in the third quarter in this game. It was completely lopsided. And I think the footprint center in downtown Phoenix is going to be rocking here. The Suns, I mean, the, the the Mercury have a chance to, you know, get on with Suns fans and maybe introduce some kids. It's a doubleheader for basketball, a chance to go to the NBA finals. I, I mean, my gosh, I think Dana Taurasi and company, I don't think Vegas plays defense well enough to stop what we're seeing here. I think we're catching a team that's on the rise, who is red hot, who has home court. And everyone's saying, well, Vegas is going to win it and enforce it back because they were the best team or second best team. And they advanced to the semifinals. They only lost eight games all year. But the Mercury really are a tough matchup for them. And because Liz Cambage has not played the number of minutes as you would need her to to have that double weapon of Cambage and Wilson, this on the road, uh, I'm just going to go with what my eyes are telling me. And my eyes are telling me that the Mercury are going to be able to keep this going. And they're really good defensively. And they're holding the aces really down. I mean, they're up 46-31 at halftime. I got a home dog here. Give me the Mercury to go to the, the WNBA finals. Plus two home dog Mercury. I'm going to take you, you can take even money even. I thought plus 101 on the money line if you want to go that route, but I'll just take the two points at minus 110 here just in case it's a one-point victory for, for Vegas. Plus two, Phoenix Mercury at home with a doubleheader with the Phoenix Suns and the LA Lakers with a big rocking crowd there. I'm going to take the team that I think is playing better to get a W. Plus two, Phoenix, half a unit here for the WNBA game four of, their, of the semifinals. Okay, so... There is a baseball play. First inning, no runs. Cardinals Dodgers tonight at minus 125. Phoenix home dog at plus two in game four of the WNBA semifinals. Phoenix plus two. We're going there at minus 110 for a half a unit. And the Patriots and the Texans. I gave this out yesterday 
on the Discord channel. Let me just go ahead and double check on this as to where we are here for uh, the numbers here for um, for at last check, this number had cratered for the Patriots and the Houston Texans. It was nine and a half when I gave it out. Let's see where we are here for this game. Patriots have COVID problems, big COVID problems. It's eight and a half now. So numbers come down. It was a high of 10. It's now down to eight and a half. I went ahead and jumped on when it was nine and a half. So it's come down a full point and a half. Here is my thought. Everyone is going to assume that the Texans are not going to be able to do anything against the Patriots defense because they couldn't do anything against Buffalo. They lost 40 to nothing. This is where people get trapped into into looking at what happened last week and thinking that the week before has got something to do with this coming week. I know that you've got Davis Mills and I understand you got a rookie. I I, I get there's all sorts of different people out there that are going to tell you that, you know, this is. This is not going to be a game where the Texans are going to be in. The Patriots are going to kill them because they played well against Tampa. The Patriots historically going down to the Texans because of all the history. There are so many expatriates on this game, on this roster for the Texans. They've got former GMs in the Texas front office. They've got coaches and players. And I mean, it's insanity. Look, I mean, it's like eight players on this Texans roster who used to play with the Patriots. It has been Patriots South for a long time. This is their Super Bowl in a lot of ways. This is a huge game for them. This is something that they circle on the calendar. I'm not saying the Patriots are going to lose, but watching the Patriot offense, should the Patriots be double digit favorites against anybody or nine and a half point favorites to anybody? No, absolutely not. This is why being on the Discord channel is important. Nine and a half was available when I gave it out, okay? We're going nine and a half, one full unit Texans plus nine and a half against the Patriots. I I like that Texans defense. I know they were better when they had Tyrod Taylor at the quarterback spot. And I get it that Davis Mills is a questionable quarterback right now. And the way he's playing, I totally get that. But they can run the ball and the Patriots are going to have it. I think that defense is not halfway bad for the Texans. I really do. Don't get caught. Patriots in a big letdown spot. Okay, this is a big letdown spot for New England after getting up for two huge games with the Saints at home and at home against Brady to then turn around and go on the road. It's it's a tough spot. Patriots can win the game by three, but I think nine and a half points is way too much. Texans plus nine and a half for one unit coming up here on Sunday. Our first play for week number five of the NFL. All right, so full card today for the Daily Juice. We're going no runs in the first inning, Cardinals and the Dodgers. We're going Phoenix plus two in the WNBA at home against Las Vegas Aces, Patriots, Texans, Houston plus nine and a half for one unit here going on Sunday. My name is Matt Peralta. Follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. Each and every morning, it's the Daily Juice podcast right here on bettingpros.com. Always being brought to you by BetMGM. BetMGM.